Joining us now, television voice of the Utah Jazz, making his Tuesday appearance on the show, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler? Jake, Gordon, how are you guys? How are we, Jake? I'm feeling terrific. It's been a good day. Is it hot enough for you? I'm driving in my car, 95. How about that, 95? I'm all right. I can handle that. Western weatherman for a, for just a minute, you know. That <laughs> hey, I can do traffic for you later. I don't want to sound creepy here, but what are you wearing? Huh. <laughs> uh, well, I just drove down off the hill and did a little work today, so I've got uh, beat up camo shorts and a and a t shirt that's missing one arm. So, <laughs> so you're dressed for the, the for the heat. Uh, that's good. So yeah, that's I was, key. I'm definitely dressed. I'm dressed for the heat. Absolutely. All right. That is. I've, I've you... gone through uh, two bottles of orange uh, vitamin water. How about that for oh, a plug? All right. Good. There you go. You, know, you got to keep keep those vitamins. You know, and, uh, and hydrate. Hydrate. When's the yeah. last time hydrate. you ever asked a man what are you wearing? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised has, so. you did actually. Yeah, well, I, I mean, but it's, it's, it's in order to function properly in the heat like this you got to be properly dressed i mean if bowler were wearing a suit with some of you know like he does when he's calling games or whatnot he'd be you'd be like a wet rag right now yeah i'm a sweater i know that's probably not a sweater per se but a sweater uh and that's probably too much information uh but i have gone through shirts doing nfl and college football games in the south which were embarrassing. I mean, abs- never wear blue, by the way, uh, when you really have a hot day ahead of you and you're supposed to be on broadcast television. It doesn't look good. You can't really hide much of that when your collar has uh, got a ring around it. I've learned that lesson before at a, at a wedding. That was... Oh yeah, wedding. Uh, say it was, it was spot, hot so, yeah. and humid, yeah. and I was wearing blue, and it it didn't oh, turn out well for me. No, no it didn't turn out well uh, for me at all. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> I thought I'm never doing this again. What a, blue was a bad you. idea. Somebody wake walk up to you and hand you a towel. It looked good when you walked out, right? But then when you got outside, forget it. Yeah. Oh man, and I I I took a turn to dance with the bride, and she <laughs> she looked at me and, <laughs> and you, she was you like, had the big uh, yeah. Boy, you've you've really been sweating, huh? It's like, oh well, yeah. Come here, sorry. <laughs> hey, Jake did did she ask for a towel? I yeah, mean, that's kind of the yeah. It was yeah. it was not pretty. And a can of antiperspirant. Probably <laughs> that's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, Bowler, let's talk about this offseason. Have you ever seen anything quite like this offseason? It seems like I was just telling Gordon. It seems like there's been a huge breaking story every day since uh, really the draft. And uh, this week it slowed down a little bit, but th- it's just been wild, man. No, never, never. Uh, I've covered the NBA a long time and going on my 15th season with uh, the Utah Jazz. And, no, I've never seen movement uh, with such high-profile names who made jumps into thinking MVP uh, would actually leave uh, the team he just led to uh, to an NBA championship would go from east to west. Um, You know, LeBron's still doing his thing, trying to put the right pieces together, or I guess the Lakers, but really I say LeBron. Uh, because that's what he does. I mean, he puts he, you know, his, his say and who put who's who they're going to put around him to try to win another championship. And then, of course, the Jazz, uh, very aggressive, um, you know. And Mike Conley, uh, the height of his career right now, and, and a, you know, two years left on his contract. Uh, the Jazz made a huge financial commitment uh, to help Donovan as well to uh, make another step in his 
his uh, adventure to uh, all-star status. Uh, I, it's unreal. And then you got just, a, what, last week, you know, the bombshell that broke and, and uh, you know, Oklahoma City uh, self-implodes to get basically Westbrook off and they bring CP3 in. And I'm not sure how that relationship will, will fare uh, with Harden and Westbrook that are both ball-dominant players. Uh, it's just intriguing. I can't wait to, to get the season going. I never wish time away or the summer, but this is such an intriguing time. I think you guys will agree. Each night in the West especially. Now, look, there's, you know, there's some good teams in the East still, but nothing like the Western Conference on a nightly basis. It's, it's going to be home court, I think, plays a big role here. And the other thing we've talked about before, too, the rosters on paper are so impressive, but how do you stay healthy? And who does stay healthiest uh, throughout this grueling 82-game schedule? And I think, again, at the end of the season, depth and those who have put more players and who have played more minutes may basically will be at the top of the top of the ladder by uh, by the time June or really April April rolls around and, and into June. So, Bowler, speaking of depth, uh, what is your reaction to these latest signings by the Jazz? Uh, you know, one, one of the second-round picks, the, the forward out of uh, France. Oni. Uh, right. And, and the guy out of France. What's his name? Uh, Howard. Howard. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Uh, uh, Nigel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are. Do these mean anything? That's what jazz fans want to know. Can these guys contribute, or is this insurance policy, or what? I think it's developmental players that may have two-way contracts. Uh, remember, Naz Mitru Long owned one of those last year, and now he's with the Cavaliers. Uh, the Jazz pride themselves in the development, and some of these players obviously will bounce around. Uh, with the Utah Stars as well, but also act as insurance policies. I think they see uh, opportunity and development and also some skill set they think that, that could help the Jazz out. Uh, Mieoni, uh is a big guy, 6'8". Uh, I thought he was okay. I think the Jazz are intrigued by that size and potential outside play from Yale. And so it's. Um, uh, I thought maybe they go Brantley personally, just because of the body size, too, and it looked like he was more kind of an enforcer. But I think you see a guy that has maybe an offensive skill set that intrigues them, and uh, that's what the Jazz, and that's really what the NBA is all about right now. Can you score? Can you be effective? And also, can you fit the Quinn Snyder system and get on the, get on the floor and jump and play D? And uh, obviously, I think the way that they've gone about it uh, they must feel they can, but also at the right price because uh, the Jazz didn't have any cap room, uh, you know, after the Conley signing. So, you know, the, these minimum contracts come into play and they're able to fill out a roster. But I think they pick guys that they really feel have an opportunity to develop and help this franchise, whether it's with the Jazz or the Stars or both. Craig Bowler, Jack, is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Bowler, how important do you think it is that Donovan Mitchell is healthy this offseason, juxtaposed with last year where he was limited by that foot? Well, he said in himself best, Jake, look, uh, in his exit interview, it rings still in my ears, look, I've, I've got to be in shape and NBA-ready shape. He has to be able to take take the hits 
It's a physical game. He's a physical player. He goes into the paint. He's at the rim. So he's going to get knocked down, uh, bruised up quite a bit. And you know what? You have to be uh, physically fit, not only with your wind, but just the strength that it takes. And he's a muscular guy. We all know that for 6'3 and change. And, you know, I, I think that he realizes that, you know, this season starts quickly. Uh, and especially Gordo and, and what you guys just said about the Western Conference and, and the competition every night, there's no lag time. I, I'm anxious to see the schedule because it hasn't really treated the Jazz all that well the last two seasons when it comes to starts. Now, the finishes have been strong with home games, but you know this may be one of those years where a few extra home games in the early going will really help benefit a team to kind of get steam and a little confidence being built along the way. So that schedule will be important, I think, uh, this year. Uh, and also... Does the national networks take a few games away from AT&T Sportsnet? Look, you know, I like to call games, but the thing is you also understand as a broadcaster and as a fan of this fan base, if you get national recognition, then you've obviously done something right uh, in the offseason. And the Conley, uh, you know, uh, trade is intriguing to the NBA and to TNT, I'm sure. They have exclusivity. We can go side-by-side side with ESPN on our broadcast, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised that uh, with the way that the Jazz have built themselves, this roster in the West, along with the Clippers and Lakers, those will be the three dominant teams that the networks, I think, will be uh, very intrigued with. Mostly LeBron and Kawhi. I think we're going to get a heavy dose, but that schedule will be interesting to see how it treats the Jazz uh, in the month of uh, late October November and December, because remember last year we had the Jazz played 23 road games by the time Christmas hit. That's insane, and I, I just can't see that duplicating itself again this season. But um, uh, the NBA could the NBA could prove me wrong, right? <laughs> Hope not. Bowler uh, on a day when the Big Show is uh, celebrating uh, Jerry Sloan. Uh, I know you were close to him, and I wanted to ask you uh, your thoughts about Jerry as he uh, is presently and what he's meant to this community, to uh, the Utah Jazz, and to basketball as a whole. Well, first, I called you, and and I meant what I said uh, about about your column. Uh, I thought it was um, brilliant. And I'm not blowing smoke. I thought it gave really some emotion of the moment and the history of who Jerry is and why he is. I think that's one thing that I learned when I first covered Jerry. I was there in 1988 when Frank handed over the reins to Jerry. And I was in that office and we did an interview. And I I could tell he was a tough guy, but very uh, he was shaken by being fired by the Bulls. And that's something that always kind of haunted him throughout his career was, is it, it going to happen again? But, you know, here's a guy that did it, as you've mentioned, and I think fans know, through grit, uh, through heart, as he always said. He wasn't an analytical stat, stat guy. He would tell you, look, I can tell if a guy can play this game or not, all because of heart. And, you know, that's, that's a rare breed in the league today. But Jerry, to me, was... Um, uh, I was a good friend. I still am. I've visited. 
with Jerry of just recently, and I'm proud that he allowed me those those minutes along with our producer Trav Anderson. And you know, it's it's um, it's tough because you wrote today. You know, Father Time catches all of us, and this one is just happens to be not the way that anyone would ever expect Jerry uh, to suffer uh, with this particular situation. So, um, you know, it, it gets emotional for me a little bit just because I've known him for such a long time and we've shared some great stories, a couple of cold bud lights. Yes, I will say that, that Jerry, Jerry was well known for, but Gordon, you made a great point in your column today is that people know him as the tough guy, but in reality, there is a great soft, softness to Jerry uh, that a lot of people don't get a chance to see. And uh, that's the part that's kind of really intrigues me the most uh, because of his upbringing. You know, the youngest of 10 loses your father at a young age and really had to just, you know, scrap for everything he got. But that's the way he lived his life. That's the way he played the game. And I, I just have a lot of respect. Uh, for Jerry and where he where he came from and the way that he uh, he's a Hall of Famer, guys. I mean, yeah, he had Stockton Malone, but he also had the 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 confidence of the Miller family. But he also delivered every night. Uh, he was a tough guy, but also he had a great relationship with most of his players. And I'm glad D. Will finally stepped to the plate and said, "I need to talk to Jerry." And I really do hope that that relationship found a way to mend itself. Um, during these uh, tough times, Gordo. I, I, and again, I praise you for a, a really well-written and a very in-depth and touching column today. Thanks, Bowler. I appreciate that. Uh, I know you're not a BSer, so that means a lot. Uh, one, one thing that I wanted to say about Jerry that I haven't said uh, so far today is he was one of those rare coaches where he had to say almost nothing he set the example. He set an example for his players, and they knew exactly where he was. So I, I don't know how necessary these rah-rah speeches were with Jerry, because he knew that the players knew that he knew that they knew that he knew what they needed to do. And and you <laughs> no, know what I mean? I mean not, they just they just yes. looked at they looked at him and said, "All right, let's let's go to work." Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, I know people have heard this line. It's the beautiful line of Sloan, too, is that he was known, Gordon, and you use some of those lines in your column, but I remember two things he always told me. Uh, Bowler, let's get the lunch pail and go to work. That was like stepping off the bus, okay? Lunch pail meant a lot to him. Uh, the lunch pail meant going to work. And then when he was hungry, he was one of the rare coaches that would actually mingle in the press rooms around the NBA, and people loved it. I mean, here's a Hall of Fame coach coming in and, and interacting with, uh, you know, uh, television crew, writers, uh, beat writers, television uh, broadcasters. And he always said to me, uh, walking down the hall, I guess it's time to get some groceries. And groceries to him was just, let's go fill up, let's go eat. And, you know, those are the, it was simple. And I think your point about Jerry, uh, the look, and I think he put the rules down at the very beginning, and you either got them or you didn't last long. Uh, and, you know, I remember Gordon Garacek, who uh, had a, a nice talent uh, in a, for a, several year, a couple of years with the Jazz, but, you know, once you kind of got sideways with Coach, 
I think he sent him home, and if he if he didn't follow the rules uh, and you back mouth, then you had a problem. All he wanted you to do was respect him, respect the game, uh, wear the uniform right. I know it sounds sim- simple, simpleton or simplistic, but you know what? That's how much he loved and respected the game, Gordon and Jake. And I think the I think those players who ran into trouble with Jerry, uh, he felt like didn't have the respect that the game deserved. And he wanted you to bust it, their bust your tail every time you hit the floor. And guess who did it? Stock him alone. Two, you could not have picked two better players uh, to play under Jerry Sloan because they both had the same persona, personality, and drive that Jerry Sloan did. And that's why they had such great success. Well said, Bowler. You are the best. Thank you, as always, for jumping on with us. You're a highlight of not only our Tuesday but our week as well. You guys are great. Appreciate it. Uh, Gordo, I want you home getting the lawn done tonight. And Jake, right. um, make sure he gets it done. <laughs> I'll supervise. Thanks, I'll, I'll make and sure I dress appropriately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to dress appropriate. Um, you know, tank top would look good on you. Tank top <laughs> would look good on you, Gordo. All right, Bowler. Muscle shirt. <laughs> Thanks, Bowler. Yeah.